0: I watched them play, I burst into tears. I stared at their beautiful brown eyes and their healthy little bodies. And I knew if I didn't fix this, I was going to hand it to my children. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super grateful that you're here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join me. I think you're going to be richly rewarded because we're going to cover a very, maybe intense topic, but I think it's a it's a conversation that we need to be having more and more and make it more common, even in our homes and around the dinner table. And all of this conversation is centered around the name of the podcast. It's called God's Perfect Size. And I've explained what the podcast is about, but I'm going to delve deeper into the why. And the why it's a really common why for a lot of us out here just to give you a little backstory when i before i ever started this podcast before there was ever even a thought of a podcast i think it was way before i even before podcasts even existed there was a season in my life where i was literally fighting for my life i was fighting for my health i was a new mom and i i had a toddler at the time and a brand new baby just a couple months old and that's kind of where this was born it was born in the midst of what was going on with me at that time during that time i had gone through depression most likely it was a postpartum depression but i didn't realize it at the time but i was in a really dark place and my eating was out of control i was just trying to struggle with the stress of being a mom of two and having a brand new baby and a toddler and them being so close together in age and i was overwhelmed and back then when i was overwhelmed i ate but to be real when i was happy i ate when i was sad i ate when i was you know just feeling meh i ate that was just my solution it was how i dealt with things but during that particular time in my life, I it, it all kind of came to a head. And I, I believe that was God making me come face to face with the reality of where I was. And there I was struggling with eating and feeling really out of control, feeling like there was no way of escape for me. And I just remember watching my children play across the room. My son was running around in circles. My baby girl was in her little bouncy, just kind of sitting there. As I watched them play, I burst into tears. I stared at their beautiful brown eyes and their healthy little bodies. And I knew it was like I had this sense of knowing if I didn't fix this, I was going to hand it to my children. I was going to hand them this out of control addiction and they would have gotten it from me. And I'd never really had that thought before. I just remember on top of already being depressed, I was broken. I was so broken to the point that there was a a thought in my mind, I can't do this, Lord. I would rather not watch them walk this path that I've walked. I would rather exit this earth and not hand this down to them. I wanted to escape it all. So I had these thoughts about self-harm and walking away and I don't want to trigger anyone. I definitely don't. And I'm praying if that's where you are, my prayer is that you would cry out to the father and ask him to rescue you because that's exactly what happened for me. I'd reached that place. The Holy Spirit gave me sense enough to cry out to God and beg him for a way out. And that started the whole series of my journey of not just seeking to be skinny or thin, but to have absolute freedom. I wanted freedom. I didn't want to, way food I didn't want to count lettuce leaves I didn't want to do all this crazy stuff I mean we we have to know what we're putting in our bodies but I wanted it not to control me the way it had I wanted to be free and I asked God that I I begged for that in prayer but what God showed me in that moment he showed me his mercy and his grace and he set me on a path of deliverance where I would be sitting here today On the other side of this, having the freedom that I begged God for. But I learned when I look back at that time, God was showing me the truth of where I was that if I had not sought Him, if I had not petitioned the Lord for my freedom, if I had not gone to Him, it would have been something I would have handed down to my children. It would have been this demonic gift that I would just hand over to them and put them in that precarious position of walking this out like I did. And even if it wasn't food addiction, it it doesn't have to be the food itself. I was going to hand them this out of control, fleshly way of living. And I was going to teach them that that was okay. And God showed me that that's where many of us are. We are in these places where we're handing it down generation to generation without putting a stop to it. That was number one. Two, God was teaching me that I was cutting my destiny short. God was showing me, revealing to me that he had work for me to do. And this thing that was consuming me was going to consume the work that he had planned for me. I, I didn't want that. I wanted to live out the will of God. I wanted to live in absolute freedom so I could finish this race that the Father had me on, this course that the Father had me on. I share that with you because I, A lot of us out here, a lot of you on the other side of the screen or this speaker, you're hearing this and you know it to be true. You know that the the things that you're doing to your body are going to cut your life short. God loves us and he will rescue us, but we also have a will and he gives us that free will. We can, he doesn't make us love him. He doesn't make us obey him. We get to choose to do that. And what we put in our bodies is a choice. And it's not just about the food. Hear me when I say it's not about the food. Oftentimes the enemy will make us think that if we eat enough lettuce, if we run enough, if we diet enough, that it will, it will upset what the enemy has has planted in us or it will uproot that demonic oppression that is on our lives through food addiction let me tell you, you can run for the rest of your life. You can get on the highway right now, drink your green drink, and put your tennis shoes on and take off like a race car, but it won't stop the enemy. If he has his hooks in your flesh in this particular area, no thing you do in the flesh, no thing, no diet, no exercise can uproot that place where the enemy has his hooks. It's a spiritual battle. So yes, it's great to eat the salad and the kale and exercise. I have to do that. You have to do that. We have to do that. We know that by wisdom, but oftentimes you can't start there. You've got to uproot the enemy so that you can get to the, to the running and the eating healthy. And most of us see it only one-sided. We see it as the thing we must do in the flesh or leave the 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 soul part of ourselves unchecked. And so the enemy has free reign in that area. Meanwhile, you're eating all the kale and he's over here tempting you over and over again. And so you find yourself in this cycle of dieting, exercising, falling off, dieting, exercising, falling off the course again. And I lived like that until God showed me, really made me understand that In order for me to have real lasting freedom, in order for you to have real lasting freedom, you've got to go in and do the work where the enemy is tearing you down in your soul, in your spirit and where he is tempting you. So that's what God's perfect size is all about. That's the why behind it. But the bigger why is the bigger reason is you've got a destiny. The enemy doesn't spend all of this time for no reason. He knows you have a destiny. He knows that you have kingdom work to do. And so he invests that time trying to destroy you, trying to cut your years short so that you can, you can fall short of fulfilling the destiny that God has for you so that souls are left unreached, so that people are left untouched. He wants that. He wants to take your life because you're a nuisance to him. You are actually impacting the kingdom of God. And what better way for him to sidetrack you or get you off course than to keep your, your flesh hungering for food? You have to recognize it's not about the food. He's trying to destroy your destiny through what you're eating. And we're oftentimes as Christians letting him do that. I'm here to tell you, stop, stop. You've got to fight back. You've got to fight back. And don't just fight back with lettuce and kale and running on a treadmill. You've got to do the hard work in your soul and let God bring that healing and close the door to the enemy. You've got to invite the father in and have him close the door. You know, when I say close the door, this is, this is going to be touchy for some people, but the enemy is real and he has his minions out here working to tempt you and to Speak into your mind and to put thoughts in front of you. You want to eat this, you want to eat that. It's a mind game that he's playing with you, but you often think it's you. And you often think those hunger signals are you. Okay, look at it this way if the enemy works through a spirit of fear, what emotion comes into the room when the spirit of fear enters that room? Fearfulness. Yeah, fearfulness enters the room and you have a sense of fear. So if a spirit of gluttony entered the room, what feeling do you think you would have with that spirit of gluttony when it enters the room? Yeah, you would you would feel hungry. You would feel hungry and you would feel insatiable. You would feel like you have to go eat. I need you to realize oftentimes when the, when the enemy is working against you, he is bringing these feelings upon you. It's not actually hunger and white knuckling it doesn't always work. You've got to cast that thing out and make it leave the room because it's there for a purpose. It's on assignment. That spirit of gluttony is there to hamper you, to hinder you, to make you eat more and more so that you have an early demise. As dark and as, as sad as that sounds, that's his end goal. In John 10, 10, it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy And the latter part of that scripture says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. You see, the enemy's entire assignment is to kill, steal, or destroy your life, destroy your destiny, destroy what God has for you, and to destroy the work that you are to do for his kingdom. Thank God for Jesus, because he came that he might give us life and that we would have it abundantly. If you are not experiencing abundant life in every area, in your eating, in your relationships, then you have got to kick the enemy out because he's there trying to take what what is your God-given right. So God's Perfect size is a message. It's a message about food freedom. I'm here to tell you, you can be free. You can be free to live out your life in Christ. You can be free to do the work that the Father has for you to do. You can live the days, the number of days that the Lord has for you. But in order to do that, you've got to kick the enemy off the throne of your flesh and seek Christ in that place. Christ will be Lord over your food, not you. That's what God's perfect size is all about. I'm here crying out to everyone, crying out against. This industry that tells us all you have to do is diet and exercise and then you, voila, you'll be healed and you'll be fantastic. That may work for some people who don't have the enemy's hooks in their flesh. But if you find yourself trapped by food addiction, if you find yourself in a place of bondage where you feel like you can't get free and where you are going to be slave to the plate for the rest of your life, That's what this ministry is about. God's Perfect Size is a ministry. More than that, it's a crying out to you from the Lord through me, reminding you to take this to the Father. Don't listen to the world that says, Just be, just dress it up and be body positive about it. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Body positivity is about being exactly who you were created to be and walking in obedience to the Father. That there is nothing mastering you. There is nothing enslaving you. That's body positivity. It's doing and living the will of God and your body is in submission to him. That's body positivity for us who believe in the Lord. And that's my prayer for you. So become God's perfect size. Don't become an image that you see on a TV or on a TikTok or on Instagram. Be exactly who you were meant to be in the Father and do it in freedom and absolute freedom. And when you find your freedom, go out and teach someone else. This is about saving lives so that we can impact the kingdom of God all of our assigned days. That is the goal of God's perfect size. And I pray this for you. If you find yourself stuck, stick with me. I'm going to keep teaching you what the Father downloaded in me, and you're not going to want to miss the episodes, not because they're riveting or because I'm some great orator. The truth is, I'm probably not. and. To be honest, I never even wanted to do a a podcast because I always thought I sounded like Mickey Mouse on the mic. That's okay. We're going to rock with this Mickey Mouse voice and we're going to keep yelling in these dark places until the enemy flees, until all of our brothers and sisters are walking in freedom, absolute freedom from food addiction, from alcoholism, from pornography, from anything that has enslaved us. We're going to keep doing it. Why? Why? because Jesus is good. He left heaven and died on a cross to save us. The least we could do is take the very life, the salvation that he's poured into us and give a hand to a brother and sister. That's the goal of God's perfect size. We're going to get well together so that we can keep impacting the kingdom of God and pushing back the darkness. That's the mission. Join me on the mission. I am so blessed by your presence. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. I will be coming back with another episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because I need your support. I need your support to take this message as far as we can until everyone has heard who needs it. Thank you. And I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Now let's turn our hearts to Jesus and worship him through a joy music. Take it away, a joy. The no. If you enjoyed your worship experience with the Joy Music, be sure to download your favorites on iTunes, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms today.